Shomrabyug. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, our bi-weekly podcast looking at all things graphic novel. This week we'll be taking a look at Conan the Barbarian, the 2019 Marvel series, volume one, The Life and Death of Conan, collecting issues one to six of that series by Jason Aaron and Mahmoud Azrar. 2018 or 2019? 2019. Is it? 2019. Very good. Very exciting. The most exciting and modern comic we've read. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as you can hear, I'm joined by a man who crushes his enemies, drives them before him, and really takes pleasure in the lamentation of their women. Look, Ben, I do actually, but I'm doing it in a camp voice. (laughs) (laughs) Benjamin, it's safe to say, and I'm going to do a little spoiler here, this is my favourite comic currently on the shelves. It's it's safe to say this is the most obvious choice for Michael's favourite comic on the shelves. It's so mick. I don't actually know what to do with it. Here's the thing though, right, Ben? I have never been terribly drawn to your pulp heroes before. Why would you? It's not really my cup of tea you're in general. A, you're a man of taste and calibre, Michael, and pulp generally doesn't fulfil those Pulp needs. doesn't hit me where I like it, nope. where I like to be hit. Nope. And sword and sorcery, Ben, particularly kind of sweaty barbarian sword and sorcery, not really terribly my 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 favourite zone either. It's not a great genre, Michael. Oh. That'll get me in lots of trouble, but look. Yeah, Ben, the bloody people, the listeners. The listeners. They might disagree with you. Well, they're more than welcome to, Michael. If you'd like to disagree with me, get in touch with us at seomrabug.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means tiny room in Irish. Nice. Benjamin, Mm. you've professed a love for the comic book Headlopper, Uh, which is also a sword and sorcery barbarian epic. Again, above its regular sweaty peasant folk. Oh, I see what you've done. Ben. Yes. Riddle me this. Go on. Let, let me face you with this riddle of the sands. Off you go. Benjamin, who even is Conan the Barbarian? Well, as you mentioned, Michael, he's Hold a barbarian. On. Hold on. Oh. I want to mispronounce it comically. Who even is, Ben, Conan the Barbarian? No, that's not great. It, was, it wasn't great, but we'll keep going, Michael. We won't say Barbarian. Uh, Conan is Conan of Cimmeria. Is that right? Cimmeria? Uh, Cimmeria? 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 Cimmeria. Cimmeria. Simaria, mm. all he wants for Christmas uh-huh. is you to yeah. die. Um, <laughs> so, Simaria, it is from now on. Uh, no, I think <laughs> no. it's actually Samaria. Uh, well, he is, as you mentioned already, Michael, a pulp hero. One of the great pulp heroes. One of the great pulp heroes. Uh, 1939. Throw your mind back, Michael. Mm. Uh, to the pulp novels of a man called Robert E. Howard. Robert E. Howard. Mm hmm. Like Who? he's a Howard, but he's kind of Roberty. Uh, he's a little bit Roberty. He's a little bit. Not too Roberty. Just yeah. Robert E. A little bit Roberty. Robert uh, E. Howard. Anyway, he starts to write the uh, pulp adventures of, of this young guy. Originally in, uh, not in novel format, for the, for the old pulp magazines. Michael. Ah, bloody serialised um, magazines. Serialised magazines. And it quickly becomes apparent that he is probably one of the better um, when it comes to pulp characters in magazines. So he, he goes off and does a couple of novels. And uh, this is how we get him. And Conan starts out as a, a barbarian at the young spry age of 15. That's a very young man. Yes, he goes and leaves the northern lands of Samaria. Yeah. Uh, and he goes off to conquer the world and he later becomes the king of A- Aquilona. Aquilona. Hmm. Aquilona. Um, and he's probably one of the most lasting barbarians ever, Michael. I can't think of any others. Cole, maybe. Cole. Cole the Conqueror. He's a barbarian. I think he was a barbarian... I think he was Robert E. Howard's other barbarian. Well, look, needless to say, Michael, yeah. only one has stood the test of time. 
firmly mm-hmm. and that's bloody Conan um, but why are we talking about Michael if it's a series of novels I don't know well Michael yes. it didn't stay a series of novels forever uh, Marvel actually got the original rights to a comic book serialization in 1970 um, and that's probably where a lot of people know the Conan art from because Frank Frazetta was their, their cover artist and kind of lead artist on that. And Ben, who is Frank Frazetta? Well, Frank Frazetta is a, an American-Italian immigrant, Michael. Right. Um, and he kind of became famous for... In the 1970s, he did a lot of heavy metal covers yeah. and a lot of barbarian-esque swords, dungeons, dragons design. A lady in a skimpy outfit. Yeah, he he liked... He, he was kind of the founder of the women don't need that much armor in medieval combat. They could have a, a skimpy bikini. So it's Frank Frazetta's fault? Uh, not entirely, but he certainly made it better than most. Um, Look, you could argue, Ben, yes. Red Sonja in her skimpy bikini. She's got more armor on than Conan. She does. She does. Conan is actually doing it for the ladies. He's out there okay. championing the cause, yeah. saying, "Look, if they're not going to wear anything, I'm not going to wear anything. Just going to, just going to don a loincloth. Just my bloody loincloth. That'll be it. <laughs> That's all you're having." Uh, unfortunately for Marvel, the rights have kind of hopped backwards and forwards um, over the years, and they lost the rights to Dark Horse at one point. Who kind of swooped on in there? Katy they Pe- did the a- Katy Perry song "Dark Horse." No, no. Baby, you're a dark horse. That one. No, it's bad blood. By Taylor Swift. No, they're different songs. Where yeah, are we? But what you, are we doing? You sang in the tune. It doesn't matter. Next week, join us next week on Collecting Issues, where we'll be taking a look at the works of Katy Perry. All right. And all her collected issues. Oh, very good. Um, she's got quite a few. Yeah, she married Russell Howard. <laughs> <She> <laughs> no, Russell, Russell Brand. Brand. <laughs> Russell Howard. That's the English what, guy. What are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? Anyway, uh, the, the rights have hopped around. But this year, Michael. Yes. Marvel got their hands back on the rights mm-hmm. in Jan- on January 2nd, 2019. And that's how I knew, Michael. An auspicious time. That this... That this is a 2019 series because they only got the rights back. They only got the rights back in January 2019. 2019. Um, And Michael. What a series. What a bloody series. Ben, I don't know if I've mentioned this either previously in our private lives or five minutes ago on our podcast, Michael and Benjamin Scottcast, available on showmerbug.com or even just a moment ago. This is my favourite comic book currently on the shelf, Ez. I know why that is, Michael. Go on. Because it's bloody great. It's very good, isn't it? Bloody great. Benjamin. I have to say, when you look at the cover of Conan the Barbarian, now, I know the Frank Frazetta and the Sword and Sorcery, they're, the old Sword and Sorcery genre, they have an art style. And the cover artist for this, Ben, whose name is... Esad Ribic. Very good. He has been very inspired by... Frank Frazetta. A Frank Frazetta. Hugely Or even impressed. the reason, Ben, I have the cover of the, the 1980s board game here, HeroQuest, is the cover of the 1980s game board game HeroQuest, which many people will remember... I mean, Hero Quest was obviously in turn inspired by Conan. Goodness! But, but the cover of this is very much inspired by by that, isn't it? Oh my God! The colors, Ben. The colors, Michael. The sorcerers. The sword. The le- the sexy lady. There's a weird sexy look. lady. There's, there's a, a weird orc there's a, sorcerer. There's a skeleton man. Yeah, he's in the same pose. Isn't it? Isn't that cool? This is bizarre. Do you know what's missing though? I uh, notice on HeroQuest there are little dwarves helping Conan. Yeah, because it's a HeroQuest is a multiplayer game, whereas oh Conan usually isn't it good though? Isn't it's it? Very close. Very, very well done, Michael. Yeah, look, uh, well, look, Ben. I like spotting an inspiration. You're, you're good at it. Thank you. You're good at spotting Thanks, inspirations. Um, yeah, look, I don't think they could have picked much better than the guy they got to write this one. Jason Aaron does it great. Anytime you give a, a tough, rough and tough character to yeah. Jason Aaron. He's going to do Who all right. Who the heck is Jason Aaron? He's going to do all right. Jason Aaron is kind of, I suppose, a wunderkind of kind. Um, he, we, 
a lot of listeners that are new to us would probably know him from the Thor series. Or Ben. And he's been writing for quite a while. They might know him from last week when we were talking about Jeff Lemire's Gideon Falls and you kept calling him Jason Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that's also possibly true, Michael. Um, but hopefully, if it inspired you to pick up a few Jason Aaron comics, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I did you a service. He did you a good service. Did you a service. Um, I think one of the talents that he really has is that he, he takes these characters that are traditionally murder machines yeah and he gives them a bit of depth gives them a gives them a good bit of soul to go off um i I think that's very true here there are some similarities between a thor and a conan oh absolutely they are both uh, they they reach the heights of mirth and the depths of depression nice very good yeah they're melancholy knows no bounds exactly and they're sullen warrior types but they love the company of women and drink who doesn't who doesn't michael (laughs) (laughs) Huh? A Lots liar. Of people. That's who. Lots of people. Um, the teetotal. <laughs> the teetotals. The, the virgins. Anyway. Yes. Esad Rubich has done a fantastic job of every single one of these covers, Michael. Um, They're very they good, are aren't they? Very Frazetta esque. Mm-hmm. Um, very Les Dennis esque. Very Les Dennis esque. Les Edwards? I've he, forgotten his name. He's a Croatian man. Yeah. How is um, he? And he does. Uh, he did a whole run on Thor as well, as you probably know. Michael is a huge fan of the Thor. Is comics. he the guy who does the kind of he's, painterly he's Thors? He's the guy who does the painterly oh, Thors. I didn't notice that. I would argue that Esad Ribic is probably the closest thing we have to a new Alex Ross. I see. Uh, working today, but I would argue. Yes. Whereas Alex Ross occasionally looks like a man in a costume. Yeah. Um, Alex Ross Ribbage, the artist. Alex Ross the artist. Occasionally looks like he's painted a man in a costume. Yeah, right. Esad Ribbage leans far more into the romantic kind of use of paint and stuff like that. It's, uh, he's it's, very good. It's, it's a much more the, comic book. The old Red Witch on the comic on the cover there doesn't look anything like the one in the book though. It doesn't. I would imagine he was given the cover before. Because <laughs> it, take, it takes a while to render these. <laughs> yeah. Now but, Ben. Yes. Look. We're st- we're still talking about art here. We've yeah, gone the sorry. wrong way about. We've this. gone the wrong way about. But this. look, we're st- let's talk. Keep talking about art. Let's not forget the contribution of the main artist because covers be damned. If there ain't no consistency in that internal art, Ben ain't interested. But holy moly, Ben! This Good is grief. my favorite internal art in a comic currently. This is my platonic ideal of what comic books should look like. Yeah, I think I could, I could not disagree with you. Look at it. I could not disagree with you, Michael. It's bloody great. Anatomy on point. Composition second to none. Overall storytelling and movement through panel. Oh, Ugh. get out of here. Uh, it's insane. Consistent yeah. characterization. Great facial expressions. Sexy ladies that aren't exploitative. Much. A little bit exploitative. <laughs> Much. Um, ah, Michael. What work from Mizzou? Oh, Mahmoud look at that. Look Azura. at that man look getting struck by lightning. struck by lightning. Get out of here. Good That's grief. too good, if too anything. Too good, if anything. And then we had an artist switch at one point, Michael. Are we going to and talk about Michael, that now? As you know. Oh, yeah. okay. Go on. Well, I'll, I'll talk what about do we it do? later. What do we do? Get on, to, get on to it. There are six issues in this, Michael. There are. Six and then issues. There's an overall kind of arc. There is. This is the story of the life and death of Conan. It is. Then it's safe to spoil this and say it's not the story of the death of Conan, is it? I, I think... I think... To hell with that. It's hyperbole, Michael. Yeah. Used to sell a story. I think that's pronounced hyperbole. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's a hyperbole. Yeah. Used to sell a story. A story. <laughs> yes, very good. Benjamin, th- so we have a framing story. Yes. Which is Conan has been captured by the Red Witch and her two evil At children. At the end of his life when he's yeah. older. He's not that old though, is he? He only looks about 30. Older. Older, he's about 30. Most of the adventures in the book take place between the ages of 15 and 20. I know, he's so young. So, so he's so young. Nimble. But I think people forget that the average life expectancy, even up until the end of the Industrial Revolution, was around 40. And how close in time to the Industrial Revolution is the Hyborian age? It's not. This isn't a time before 
everything else that says it at the beginning of the comic there. I'll just get it up for you there. Yeah. There's a very historical uh, reenactment of it. Uh, know, O Prince, that between the years when the oceans drank Atlantis and the gleaming cities and the years of the rise of the sons of Aris, there was an age undreamed of when shining kingdoms lay spread across the world like blue mantles beneath the stars. Oh. Ooh, yeah. And uh, hitherto came Conan the Cimmerian. Yeah. That's where he comes from. That's where he comes from. The past, so the ancient past. Before the ocean drank Atlantis. So Ben, issue one yes. is Conan's in, he's in a bloody fighting pit. He's, he's in a bloody pit. It, look, it's it's classic. I think there's probably a little bit of a throwback to the 1982 movie there yeah. as well. Okay. Um, because we kind of get introduced to the fighting pits with Conan um, and that's where he was born and bred and that's kind of what he came out of. That's where he learned his prowess. Yeah, he'll um, bloody headbutt a man. He'd headbutt a man. In this we see a, a bloody great one um, where he's going up against a bunch of guys much superior to him in age. Yeah. Not superior to him in fighting talent. No, fighting talent or strength uh, or no, tenacity. He's unmatched cat-like, I believe yeah. is how he's described. Anyway, we meet this and then there's there's a bit of wagering going on as yeah. there often is around a fighting pit. Yes. Um, and a, a mysterious sexy a lady. A sexy lady, Ben, who's my favourite character. She's a sexy lady in a sexy outfit with sexy booby armour. Um, places all her money. She looks a little bit like she's on Instagram. <laughs> she probably is. She looks like a millennial Instagram influencer witch. <laughs> anyway, yes. she goes against the grain of all the other gamblers there and bets Cara on Cara Delevingne. The, and bets on the Northman. Yeah. Northman, if yep. you're pronouncing things correctly, which and we then they do a sex do bet. occasion. To do a sex. Um, yeah, they have a sex. He wins, naturally. Yeah, the um, sex. He wins the sex. And they yeah. have now a sexy sex. He Guess doesn't what? win the sex, Michael. Guess what, though? What? She's not a sexy lady. She's only gone and been a bloody witch. She's a witch the whole time. Hell crone, Michael. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we find out that she has great intents. She she um, plans to re... To sacrifice Conan. So yeah, to summon the dark god Razazel. 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 Razzle dazzle. She's gonna. Ow! I hurt my jaw. I hurt my jaw laughing. Ow! Something clicked in my jaw because you said razzle dazzle. <laughs> yeah. So she's gonna summon the uh, god of dark blood, razzle dazzle, and, um, and he's gonna be he's gonna fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> and the land will never know such glitz and glamour again. <laughs> <laughs> Musicals 24-7. Some people think that's hell. Conan is a firm believer in traditional theatre yeah. and will have none of it. None of it. He's um, going to stop it. But anyway, she needs Conan and Conan is special because he's dodged death so many times. He, uh, he has an air of destiny about him according mm. to the, the witch. And uh, he proves that yet again. She has read in the runes and the bones yeah. um, that he is to die in this place. So she's fairly confident. Yeah. She goes at him with an L Daguerre yeah. and uh, he takes it through the hand and she's shocked and stunned not enough to stop uh, Conan not enough to stop Conan not half enough and then what does he do he only goes and lops her head off well, he doesn't actually three quarters of the he, way he, off he, he, he does a messy old job because he's mm-hmm. not carrying his traditional sword Michael He's carrying the rusty, the rusty L sword that he lost. Cause he yeah. lost his sword in a wager. Yeah, he's a bit of a chancellor, isn't he? So it's a rusty L sword, and that's the reason it doesn't cut clean in, in, in the way. He also just fought off a horde of zombie folk. Yeah, they were um, building zombies. But I think it's a perfect opening issue for anyone who wants to know what Conan's about. Uh, all the main points are hit. He's a big bloody barbarian. Yeah. Doesn't take nicely to witches and magic. Doesn't no. take nicely to being told he can't do things. Doesn't take nicely to being undermined. Doesn't take nicely to being uh, underestimated. And uh, away we go. Easily manipulated by a sexy lady. Easy manipulated by a sexy lady. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it happens to the best of us, Michael. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's a perfect introduction issue for this run. 
Um, Jason Aaron plays a lot of homages or homages mm-hmm. to the Robert E. Howard stuff, the Frank Frazetta stuff, the arts on point. There's some colors. It's, it's, it's just, several colors. Yeah, it moves great, Michael. Um, and that brings us to issue number two. Issue two is about racism, Ben. Issue two is about racism, and it's also about. I'm gonna have it written down here. I can't remember the Picts. Uh, it's about the Picts. Um, it's it's what what I'm what fascinates me about issues. Oh, sorry, we forgot to finish up what the subplot is. Uh, but it turns out, yeah. as he's king of Aquilona, yeah. um, he still follows the Sumerian tradition of looking the his foes in the eye, yeah. even if they're dead. Yeah. And then we find out there's two little weird baby children. Yeah, I don't like them. And they do an old stabby stab. And it turns out that many many years later, the witches come back from the dead. Yeah. And she's fostered two orphan children, um, who are going to complete the ritual instead. So they've kidnapped Conan again. Uh, by giving an L stabby stab. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's the subplot. But anyway, moving on to issue number two, we have the Picts, Michael, or Conan Dances with Wolves. Um, I see what you've done there. Yes. He, uh, go, he goes native. Mm. I suppose we could call it Dances with Ghost Serpents, but yeah. it, it's up to you. Um, it is Dances with Wolves, but yeah. he has to fight snakes instead of whatever Kevin Costner has to fight. Prejudice? It's prejudice. Yeah. Um, it's a Native American revenge myth. Um the setup is very, very simple. Uh, the people of Aquilona or Hybaria, is it Hybaria? Hyperborea? Uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, I think it's the people of Aquilona who are building uh, settlements. They're encroaching in into Pict territory. Pict territory. The Picts are illustrated as Native Americans uh, I, or Mayans. Yeah. Uh, Aztec, Native American style yeah. gangs. Um, there's a little bit of African in them as well, though. Yeah, there's a, there's, they're a fusion. There were a few. Yeah. Picts are an actual thing, though, aren't they? They were they're picked they were in our picked, history, yeah. aren't picked, they? Picts were Scottish, were they? Scottish, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Nothing like these boys. Not Scottish here. No. Um, but uh, it turns out that the Picts have been doing L raids, killing the settlers in their sleep. So there's there's strong frontier vibe uh, off this narrative, and Conan is originally working for um, the Aquilonians mm-hmm. as a mercenary enforcer. Mur- yeah. Murdering Picts, just going around cutting them about yeah getting revenge um, getting getting yeah they killed a dog yeah they killed <laughs> they kill a dog they did kill a dog <laughs> they killed children in their beds and no, he, they has a, didn't. he has an they, issue they said Conan that. Conan is out to get he Conan is on patrol and the Picts kill his patrol and they kill and Conan swears that he will kill 17 Picts one for every person that they kill one of whom had been a dog okay so well, he says a bloody there does, yeah. Sometimes not, I feel I'm the only one who reads wrong. these comics. He's not. I think you are the only one who reads <laughs> the comics. Um, I just kind of bounce off your energy and hope that I'm right. But anyway, he goes and dances with wolves. Yeah, he goes and dances with wolves. Um, and it's really important. And it's probably the one with the, the most soul. Something that struck me about this issue and something that we've talked about before, Michael. We read a lot of comics where... Um, oh, we bloody read a lot of comics, Ben. <laughs> we read a lot of comics where we have a force of nature kind of character. Yeah. An unstoppable character. We talked about it before. Headlopper. Yeah, one of those people. Hellboy is another one. Yeah, um, and one of the things that that the author will often use those characters for is just kind of as a, a central focus for other characters to tell the story around them. Mm-hmm. Not happening in this comic. No, Conan learns. We get a this. lot of Conaning in yeah. this, and it's very different from a lot of the barbarian force of nature kind of stories that we've read before. And in this issue in particular, we get that central. Um, I suppose conflict in his character where he often spends time with in the lands of civilization and men or what he deems to be civilization and men um, and he actually finds a second family here with the Picts it doesn't harm the situation Ben that all the Picts are depicted as loincloth wearing savages Not until 
they adopt Conan and then suddenly there are sexy picts everywhere. Sexy great time picts. There's loads of sexy picts. There's sexy no sexy picts before and then when he when he becomes one of them, there's bloody sexy picts up the wazoo. Schrodinger's picts. When you accept them, they become sexy. That's... Uh, it's messy. Look. Uh, Not ideal. It's Benjamin. Night. Leave me alone. It's a good episode, though. It's a good issue. It's one of my favourite issues. Yes, it very, might be very my good issue. favourite individual issue. Uh, the ghost serpents are great. They hark back to kind of Victorian, really traditional uh, Victorian wilderness narratives where the villain would be a big, giant, scary thing. Uh, H. Ryder Hager novels, which I know we've talked about before. Uh, a group of intrepid Britishmen. Going around the deepest Africa. Look at my helmet. Look at my Dear God, it's a giant ape. Um, Things like that. Uh, But these are giant serpents. Giant snaky boys. Benjamin, be quiet for a second. Issue three is about, uh, it's it's about why you should never try and kill Conan. Yeah, it's no good. Because he'll get you. He'll get you. Or if he doesn't get you. Cromite or coincidence or sheer coincidence? I think it was coincidence. I think it was coincidence too, Michael. And just barefaced look, barefaced. But I think Conan has a bit barefaced look in his favour. Well, you have to, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be a barbarian that dodges death that many times that you could be used for someone forth the dark god Razzle Dazzle. I mean, although there's an argument that it was Razzle Dazzle who struck down. I mean, the this execution. is another argument, isn't it? It could be Razzle Dazzle. It was a very fabulous lightning bolt. It was amazing. One of the best panels. In the six issue run that we I like when at. the man got electrocuted. Yes, it made it. It tickled my pickle too, Michael. It was great. Um, this one is all about. This has like strong deliverance vibes for me. I yeah. I enjoy that. Jason he, Aaron seems to be writing these as a western. Um, he's an a, evil frontier town. A lot of the yeah, that's what it is. It's it's a frontier town. We where, don't like foreigners here, boy. But it, it's very similar to Unforgiven or you know something like that, where a stranger comes to town, and he's not very welcome. Not welcome, and you get some crooked justice, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, we've underestimated our uh, our intended victim. And no. um, there are also strong Edgar Allan Poe vibes here. Go on, um, with the red tree, kind of the blood red tree in the mm. center of town. Um, the twisted madness of the town kind of thing. It's not uh, a good town. It's not a good town. Filled with thieves and uh, slaves. I wouldn't go there. Um, you wouldn't go there as in calling them sleeve- thieves and slaves? No, I wouldn't, wouldn't go to the town. You wouldn't holiday in the town. it was to go and kick them in the head. So I think one of the interesting things is there's an interesting bit of characterization here and possibly a comment on poverty in general. But um, they don't like Conan because Conan steals for a living. Yeah. They don't mind when other people die at the tree. In fact, they have sympathy for them because they stole because they were hungry or for yeah. survival. But they hate Conan. He's a thief. Because Conan's a thief for a living. He no doesn't good. have to. No. But he does. Yeah. Uh, and they're just like, oh, what a dickback. Um, so anyway, the plot of this one is, is pretty simple. I, I think we're exposed more to the religious factions in... Yeah, you got to find out about Crom. Hyperborea. You get to know a little bit more about Crom. Um, the actual official title of this one is Sumerians Don't Pray. They don't pray. Um, they don't pray because... Crom's a useless bastard. Because Crom... It's not that Crom's a useless bastard. Crom doesn't care. Yeah. Um, they pray to Crom because Crom's kind of a god of destruction, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it's explained a little bit better in... Uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it's explained quite well in the 1982 movie um, in the opening scene where Conan's father explains to him why Sumerians pray to Krom. And it's because most other gods are in the sky or in the air or intangible. Krom is the only god in the earth 
Um, so he's the only one with a solid foundation and he controls steel and things like that and what you make steel out of. Quite a bit of imagery from the movie in, in this series as well. There's a good bit of hanging in that movie, isn't there? There's yes. hanging from a lonely barren tree. Quite a bit of hanging. Quite a few boobies. There's a few boobies in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's also a bit in the movie which good friend of the podcast, Shane, didn't believe me that uh, James Earl Jones takes a snake and turns it into an arrow. Yeah, no, it happens. It definitely happens. It happens. Look, if Shane's listening, which he isn't, but it's about time that you admitted that you were wrong and I was right about the arrow snake. I'm totally on board with that, Mick. Um, it, I'm not saying that it's there, but maybe if you were to look on YouTube, you might find it. You could. It. It's, it definitely happens. He turns, he takes a snake, straightens it out, and then puts it in a bow and shoots it at a man. Yes, but I'm not saying the entire 1982 movie is up on YouTube no, you in full HD. You I would never say that. say that on a podcast, Michael. Arnold. But I'm just saying, if you did type in Conan the Barbarian, the first thing that might pop up in some alternate reality... Is the entire that. movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger does not look like Conan. No, he not has at all. Slightly like fair hair yeah. in the in the thing. No, it doesn't work. He's, no. he's too big. But neither does Jason, Jason Momoa, Momoa not in at the all. very ill fated 2011 yeah. film. Thank God Jason Momoa got out of that, huh? Yeah, surfer bloody Conan. Well, surfer Conan. He does yeah. the he does the yeah. Thing that he does. Anyway, back to the comic. Episode um, bloody four. There's episode, a bloody lion. That's episode bloody four is is our artist change, and it's one of the few times that I've really enjoyed an artist change. Michael, so mm. grim, such a grim artist, such Frank Franzetta vibes. For I Zeta was vibes. worried, Ben. Yes, I turned the page and I went, "Oh no, there's a bloody new artist." But there's a couple of things they had going for it. One, the episodic nature of this comic lets you away with it. It's fine. So even though it's a very different art style, yes, and he's not trying to ape. The other artist. Yes. It works. One of the interesting things that I found with the switch in art styles is in all the other issues, uh, the adventure takes place mostly in the daytime, apart from the serpent one, yeah. number two. And this one's a very grim urban vibe. Very Batman. There's very a good Punisher. bit of Batman about it. Um, very Punisher. Batman, very Punisher. Dark avenging kind of angel vibes. Yeah, that's what's going that on. One. Um, also, we get introduced to the best sidekick that Conan could possibly have. A lion. A big bloody lion. Um, so there's strong Samson vibes being drawn there. Um, quite a, a small lion. A few, a few little biblical things. I think that's supposed to be because... Conan is so bloody big. Is he big or small? Which That's one is the, They can never decide. He is often described as a frost giant. In this one, he's described as a frost giant. He's not an enormous lion. Um, I don't know. I don't know the average size of lions. Bigger than, um, than that guy. But again, this issue serves to show that contrast between Conan being wild at heart and Conan being, um, you know, trapped in civilization quite a bit. Hmm. Um, it's good, though. I, I quite enjoyed it. He also wears a weird Punisher-esque mask yeah, thing around the bottom of his face. Yeah, with an evil skull thing. I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm there for it. I'm, Benjamin. Know. Yes. The next issue is called Where's Conan Now? He's in the sea. Oh, Conan's only gone and found a bloody boat. He's on a sea fighting a Chitulu. Yeah, a Chitulu. Exactly. Uh, so in this particular one, we're going right back to Lovecraft, Michael. I love the art in this one. It's Absolutely There's pirates fantastic. There's monsters There's smug Conan Having a chicken sandwich Mahmoud Azrar Is possibly One of The most competent Comic book artists I've seen The best He's so good Look at the compositions Michael Look at them Ben Look how clean it is And he's never late It's clean Ben But His it's not boring either Never Look at this Look at him chopping off that Such arm Such excitement with that tentacle chop Get rid of that Key tentacle eye. 
Kiite. I think the the bloody uh, the colorist is the lumps and favors there. That looks that's not great. The colorist but is pretty good as well. Look, Ben. Look at the colors. There's blue colors and there's yellow colors and there's blue nice colors. Again. Nice work all around. Um, this one is great. Um, really, I get some really really strong. Um, Ocean horror vibes, Cthulhu, um, mm. reminiscent a touch, Michael, of the Alan Moore subplot in Watchmen. There is a bit um, of the Black Friday about it, Black all right. Black Friday, yeah. Um, Not quite as grim as the Black Friday. Again, very importantly here, while Conan doesn't seem to hold much tact with magic or put much stock in it, this is a great example of, of the chaos that does rule around where Conan is from mm-hmm. um, because he finds a little, a little talisman or a little object um, and it turns out it's a pretty dark object and if it feeds on blood Michael it'll turn um, into a big ghibli it blob it turns things into big Cthulhu-y kind of creature yeah. things um, mostly tentacles and it serves to kind of remind Conan that there is a darker side to the world that he belongs to um, isn't this series great though isn't it yeah. great that by doing this framing device of going back and showing all the times he's narrowly avoided death they can just jump around all over the place. Where's Conan now? He's in the sea fighting a Cthulhu. Where is he now? He's in the bloody desert and he's the only one who's not useless. I think he's about 19 on the boat. He's 17 when he's been hung from the tree. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what age he is in, in Conan in, of Chimeria. He's in the bloody desert now. Uh, and he's the only one who's on his use. Desert man. Yeah, he's the only... A Northman with no experience of the desert yeah. is the only one who's any use. Um... And again, uh, again, it illustrates a whole new aspect of Conan. Look at his muscles, Ben. His musculature. Yes, they're very big. <laughs> um, and they illustrate all kinds of points um, using each story. And this one shows what a tactician he is. Mm. Um, it shows Conan as a man who's not afraid to run if the odds are impossible. And he doesn't necessarily run. He retreats yeah. until he can actually... It's not coward's blood. Figure out It's not coward's blood at all. It's a tactical retreat, Michael. In a very literal sense, the variant covers aren't as good. Some of the variant covers have. No- oh, sorry, I didn't speak into Mike. Some of the variant covers have nothing to do with what's going on. This one has multiple sexy ladies on the covers, helping him fight. Again, I think Michael, what might happen is they get in touch with Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron gives them the Spark Notes version of what he's going to be doing, and yeah. then they have to figure out a bloody uh, cover. variant cover based on that. Um, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty good. Conan versus a frost giant. Um, But anyway, uh, Conan of Arabia is interesting. It kind of shows that he's good at political maneuvering. He's a very intelligent man. Um, And that is something that Robert E. Howard took, went to great lengths, Michael, to establish in the comic books. It was very Um, Robert E. of him. Or not in the comic books, in the uh, novels. Um, Robert E. of him, indeed. He kind of went out of his way to show that Conan could speak different languages, um, that he was, uh, he had a lot of tact. Yeah. He's a very tactical man. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, it just establishes the force of nature. And if it was, that's not what tact I means. Know it's not what it means. Right, Tactical on. in the military sense. Right, he good. had a lot of tact in a social sense. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but it was just useful to roll the two into one. Uh, but anyway, sorry, lost the run of my. Where are you there. going there? Um, Again, we get to see the different factions in this land that he's from. Yeah, we get to see it. it's a nice broad gamut of places. It's, it's such a gamut. Such a gamut. Such a gamut. Um, a real Gamora. Um, but it's just... Uh, what a comic. It's brilliant, Ben. Um, I've read further, Ben. Go on. Obviously, because I'm up to date on this you, comic. You, you I don't think it's very far in if you wanted to jump on board now. 
I think it's only on around issue 14 or so, isn't it? It would it's, be. It only came out this year. It only came out this year. It might only be on issue 10. It only came out this year. And they only got the rights back on the 2nd of January. 2nd of January 2019. So I'd say the first one didn't come out till what? March? March? At the earliest? At the earliest. They probably were drawing it before they secured the rights. Oh, I think Jason probably was given the... Oh, JR. That's what J- we call it. JR. Him. Our mate JR. JR around here. Um, but look, the, the themes in this are phenomenal. It's, it's establishing a legend... Um, it's showing every bit of characterization you need from Conan. He's very cynical. He's very against things. One of my favorite um, lines is right in the first issue where the Crimson Witch turns around to him and says, Look at me, I'm real sexy. Yes, she says that. But she, she says, also uh, says... She says to him, Ben, she says to him, um, can I have a free meal? I'll post it on Instagram. I've got 200,000 followers. And he says, oh, fine, I need the business. Um, She also says, I hope you can muster more energy to do some other rough stuff. That's an actual quote Mm -hmm. from the comic, Mm -hmm. um, which I quite enjoyed. But the one that I really enjoyed was the the stories don't do you justice. And he says they rarely do. Yeah, Um, because he's even sexier. And I think that's a great tone for (laughs) this. Uh, It's a great tone to set in this series. Um, we are going back to grassroots with Conan here. We are building that legend all over again. Um, and what a way to do it, Michael. What Benjamin, a way to do it. Yeah. If people enjoyed this, which they should or else they're wrong. Or you could still, I'll yeah. categorically say that. But now. don't stop listening. Oh, I'll bloody get you. Don't stop listening. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll fight you in the we fighting pits you, of please, Samaria. Please don't stop listening. I'll, be, I'll fight you in the fighting pits of Aquilonia. Please don't stop listening. Benjamin, yes. what else could people read if they enjoyed this? Uh, well, we've covered it a few times here, Michael. Headlopper is a, is a good call if you're into a big, bloody, barbarian mess of things. Ben, did you know they only got the rights for this on the 2nd of January in 2019? Yeah, no, it's bizarre. Yeah, isn't no, it's it? weird. It's absolutely mad. Go you're on, glad I found that out, aren't you? Headlopper. <laughs> major, major day. Uh, Headlopper would be a great shout for this. Um, I would go back to a lot of the Jason Aaron Thor stuff. Um, especially some of the earlier stuff in the God Butcher run where mm. he's in little little Young shanty Thor. Nordic yeah. fjord towns um, going about things. Um, pretty could, great little run. You could read the original Conan bloody comics. You could read the original Conan comics. By check out Roy that, Thomas? Check out that. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, Roy um, Thomas. Check out that sexy, sexy Frazetta art style. Yeah. Um, give give that a go. I don't know what else you would recommend. Michael. You what might, would you recommend? You might roll your eyeballs over Slain. Slain would be a good call. I Michael. mean, Slain is basically an Irish Conan. Yeah, that's from, exactly from, what he is. From 2008, he's that's exactly what he is. They, I mean, they don't even look terribly dissimilar, do they, Ben? No. You could get the 1986 board game Hero Quest if you're into a, a and then a lunge. Uh, is that a squat? A squatting Conan? He's doing a squat and he's a doing chop. A squat. Getting the glutes ready for beach yeah. season. Um, he's doing a good job as well. The Sumerian beaches will be awash with young ladies going, ooh, look at look, those look buns. Look at those man's thighs. Um, to quote Michael Leonard, uh, arse like a can of peaches. Um, but yeah. Not a peach. <laughs> Not a peach. A can, of, a can peaches. of peaches. Rigid. Solid. Circular. Aluminium-y. You can check out a lot of Jason Aaron's other work as well. Ooh. It would be a good shout for that. Um, overall, Michael, in terms of closing impressions, probably the best high fantasy swords and sandals kind of thing that I've read swords in a long sorcery. time. Swords and sandals is gladiators. I'm still going to say swords and sandals because I prefer it. Um, sorcery is hard to say. Swords, anyway, and, swords sorcery. and sorcery. 
thing that I read. I, I really enjoyed it. So far. My favorite comic comic book now, Ben, at the moment is this. Yeah, well, we can't we can't do much better than that. Mike, Everybody read it, or else I'll come and get you. <laughs> What did you think of it, ladies and gentlemen? I really... En- oh, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies talking to me. <laughs> did you force My yourself... My favourite character was the sexy influencer witch. Did you force yourself to sit through the three and a half minute pit fight scene in 1982's Conan, where Arnold Schwarzenegger literally uses the term Arrah! for an entire scene of dialogue um, in the slowest fight scene I have ever seen? Fight Michael. choreography wasn't that good until modern times, Ben. It wasn't worth... A nickel. Um, I don't know why I said that. It was weird. Um, but there are strong vibes. Great homages to former things. Uh, did you find anything that we might have missed? Did you see anything that you might have missed? Did you not like this? You probably shouldn't you? get in touch with us. What's if wrong you with didn't. you? I'll find Mick you. We'll note it down and possibly use a lifetime of skills to track down and find you yep. with the will of Crom. By Crom, I By Crom, he may strike you down. Michael, any closing comments before I do the wrap up? Great. Great, fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a comic you'd like us to read, uh, do get in touch with us. You can find us on shamrabeog.com, S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means tiny Roman Irish. It does indeed. You're probably listening to this on Spotify. If you're listening to this on Spotify, give us an L follow. We could use it. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. We'd love an L review. Give us a review. Like we gave a review to Conan the Barbarian, Life yes. and Death of Conan. Give us a review. Talk about our tropes, our depth, Themes. what we remind you of, what we homage. When we had a fill-in artist. When we had a fill-in artist. Our sexy lady. Sexy um, lady You know, tell us all about that. Um, you know, let us know what you think. Um, if you listen to us anywhere else, you might be listening to us on now YouTube. Give us now a like and subscribe. Every little helps. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it for this week, Michael. If you haven't had your fill Yeah if there's something wrong with you And if you'd like something With a little more banter Which we teased here What's wrong with you We're a little bit more civil here But if you'd like a little more um, We do have another podcast Where we take a look at More more contemporary uh, Comic book movie Game things That we might take a look at We might have to do A Conan retrospective And we're meaner to each other Uh, And we're meaner to Well Michael is meaner to me I might even call you a cook I'm actually pretty nice (laughs) Or a libtard It depends on how he's feeling On the day That's it from us Ladies and gentlemen Benjamin what No hold on What are we going to do In two weeks time Decided, Michael. <laughs> Benjamin, I think we should do our next comic should be a real classic. Okay. I think it should be something from before you were born. Okay. I don't. I haven't. I don't have. This isn't leading to anything. Okay. I was thinking maybe <laughs> something like uh, the original Squadron Supreme. Right. Well, but I don't know if we can track that down. So see. we're not going to commit <laughs> to it see. yet. If you have a suggestion for what we could cover, something before it has I was to be born, a classic pre nineteen ninety one. That pre ninety one. Uh, go on, give us an L suggestion there. We're always open to new ones. We'd love to hear from you. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I was supposed to be Conan, but it sounded like a seal.